Y'all nervous this morning? Whew, you have no idea. <laughs> so, I, I've never, I don't think I told Tate this many ago, I've never been this nervous in my life, I don't think. Uh, and this is my third time doing this, but it's a little different this time. Uh, Jim asked me to speak, I don't know, it's been a couple months now. And so I already had a, an outline and I'd already sent it to the wonderful people that do the outlines and the, the bulletins and everything. And yesterday, last night, I started kind of just going through it, trying to get, you know, figured out what I was going to do and how I was going to say it. And it didn't work. It wouldn't come out. And uh, I freaked out. <laughs> it's like, no, this is, because reading it on paper, it made sense. It all worked. But whenever I tried to say it, it, it just, it was just jumbled up. And I told Jenna, I told, I told Jenna, I said, uh, I don't think this is what I'm supposed to talk about. And I, I did this one time before at Forge. Uh, I tried to have a lesson that I was going to teach something. And if some of you remember, I stopped right in the middle of it and just changed direction because God just kept telling me, glorify him glorify him and I was trying to teach and he wanted me to testify and uh, I'm glad that he did it yesterday <laughs> instead of right in the middle of this today but uh, I don't feel like I'm prepared but I do have some notes and uh, what I want to talk about so if you've got that slide that's that's kind of what I've come up with, and uh, it comes from a verse in Romans that uh, is actually in my Bible, you know, it has the headings, and it said, faith brings joy, but it talks about endurance, and we'll get to that in a minute. But I want to go back to a few years ago in my life where, uh, and you know, I really get tired of getting up here in front of you guys and talking about what I've done wrong and ways I've screwed up. But on the other side of it, I'm excited to get up here and talk about what God's done through it and how he's worked through the situation and what he's done through me and my family and my church, uh, even through my own ignorance and my mistakes. So that's what I'm going to do uh, today is talk about that. But a few years ago, Jen and I were living with the boys. We lived downtown at Ayersville in this huge old house uh, it was 130 something years old and of course it needed work and we had to we had to take a uh, second mortgage out to fix the house because it was in uh, such disrepair I guess in certain areas it was sinking into the ground and uh, I made some some bad decisions with that and And it almost cost my marriage because I kept it from my wife. But she's still here, <laughs> and I'm still here, so praise God. But I want to get into what happened right after that. We decided that the house was too much for us, and it just wasn't feasible for us to have a house like that and try to be able to make memories of the boys, and we couldn't give like we wanted to. And so we made the decision to sell the house. And before we made that decision, 
we wanted to be responsible and try to find a place to live before that because we didn't want to be homeless. So we talked about it and we decided, well, wherever we go, we want to be closer to her parents because they're getting older and <laughs> it's, it's a fact of life. Look. So we wanted to be closer to them because we wanted to be able to help them out. And we wanted to, I, I mean, I wanted my kids to grow up close to their grandparents. I grew up right next door to mine, and it was, it was a good part of my foundation. And so we wanted that for our kids. And, and uh, so <laughs> we, we, looked for, we looked for some land, and uh, some land came up across the street for sale. And it was, I mean, directly across the street. And Jen and I were like, well, do we put an offer on it? The guy was asking, like, 62000 or something for this eight acres. And uh, she and I had agreed that we weren't going to spend more than 50. That was our number because we were already nervous about going into more debt before we got rid of the debt we were already in. But so we, we prayed about it and we weren't sure to make an offer. But Jenna was uh, doing a devotional one morning and she was reading in Deuteronomy. I think I marked it. I did good. She was reading Deuteronomy uh, chapter 30 verse 16 and it says for I command you this day to love the Lord your God and to keep his commandments and decrees and regulations by walking in his ways if you do this you will live and multiply and the Lord your God will bless you in the land you're about to enter and occupy and that was she came like five o'clock in the morning I'm not a morning person I'm still asleep she came busted in there and she's like You've, I got confirmation. I got confirmation on this, and so that was how we knew that. Like, okay, this is what we're supposed to do. She tore that out of her journal. She framed it. It's still hanging in our house right now. But uh, so we decided we put the offer in on the land, forty-eight thousand dollars. weren't going over fifty, and it was a long shot. The guy's asking sixty-two. He countered back at fifty-two thousand dollars or 54, something like that. And it was so far off that Jen and I and the realtor decided that it would be an insult to him to try to go to 50 when he was asking 56 or something like that. And so we just didn't, we didn't even respond to it because we're not going to, we're not going to insult him. We're just going to move on and find what else uh, God has for us. So two weeks go on and we're back at church and I'm up here uh, playing and Jim he made, a, he made an altar call, but it was a little different than what he normally does. He said, if you've got something uh, in your life, we were talking about breakthroughs. And he said, if you've got a breakthrough you're looking for in your life, come up here, tell me what it is, and we'll pray for it. And uh, so Jenna came down, and she prayed that we would be debt-free because that was, our, that was our desire because it was our biggest ask because it seemed impossible at the time. And so they prayed about it, and... If you know my wife, you know that uh, she has a connection, and she she gets she gets things that I definitely don't get. But the Lord the Lord spoke to her, and I guess told her that that guy was going to take the offer on the land. So she went and found Jenny Smith, who was here, and said, "Jenny," and she was our realtor. Said, "Jenny, uh, that guy's going to call you today." She said, "What guy? The guy that you know we put the offer on the land for." She said, oh, really, why? She said, well, he's going to say he's going to accept our offer. Jenny looked at her like she was crazy. She's like, 
that was two weeks ago. We haven't responded. That's not going to happen. So she told me, I was like, okay, <laughs> if you say so. It didn't make sense. So we go to Cracker Barrel, the rest of the county after church, and we're, we get home, and we, we no sooner walk in the door, and my phone rings, and it's Jenny Smith, and she is frantic. And she said, you're not going to believe what happened. Jenna's like, I know what happened. <laughs> and that guy had called her on a Sunday afternoon and said he would take the offer that we had submitted two weeks earlier on the land. And so it was a confirmation to us for that. And it was just, we were just beside ourselves. We were, it rocked us. But so then we, we bought the land and we listed the house for sale. And this is where it gets fun. So we listed the house for sale. It's an old house. It's probably at the top of the market for Adairsville as far as price goes. And Jenny told us it, it could take up to a year. I just want you to be prepared. It could take up to a year to sell because it's a, it's a unique house. Uh, we're like, no, no, it's not going to take a year. God's, he's already doing stuff. It's going to like a week. We're going to be out, right? So we were ready. We were ready to go. And uh, it didn't happen like that. And I, I brought my journal, and I want to read to you. Uh, this is my first entry that I ever put in my journal, and it was on February the 9th, 2017. Hold on a second. I'm getting old. I'm catching up to Jim. I still got a ways to go, though. Uh, let's see. It says, Lord, I pray for the seller of our home. But more than that, I pray for the people who buy it. I pray it would be a blessing to them. I believe that you are preparing the people who will purchase our home, Lord. I give this situation to you. Direct us in the way we should go to fulfill your will for us, Lord. Thank you for providing a buyer that will be at the right time at your time. I thank you for your providing the right price for the home that allows us to glorify you with the decisions we make from the profits of the sale of the house. I thank you for wisdom, guidance, and clarity in the decisions in the days, weeks, and years to come. I thank you for who you are and what you're doing in our lives. Thank you in Jesus' name, amen. So, if you noticed, we were, I was praying, and we had prayed too, that the people who would, we didn't want just anybody to buy the house. We wanted the people who bought it to, and we wanted it to be a blessing to them, because at the time, for us, it was a curse. And we wanted whoever got it to be to be blessed by the house, to be not burdened, and we want it to be mutually good for both parties. And we pray in God's time. You know, I've said it, you got to be careful what you pray for. But that, that's kind of where I'm getting with this uh, faith plus endurance equals joy. So we had lots of showings right off the bat. We had people coming to look for ghosts in the house. It was, it was just wild. We had, we had offers, but every one of them fell through. And I, I sat down yesterday when I, when I realized that what I was doing wasn't working and I had to figure out what I was going to be speaking about. I sat down and just started reading my previous entries in my journal. And I read some to Jenna and we just laughed at a lot of them because it was Every day that the house didn't sell, it got more desperate. And it was, it was like, today's the day. 
God, please today. Like it was just, we were begging at this point. And it's like we had amnesia. We had forgotten what we had originally prayed for. And we, Jenna and I talked last night and we we're like, you know, I think she had said that when I told her this is what I was going to talk about, she said, I don't think we had faith. And I said, no, we always had faith in God. And I wrote this in my journal on one of the later entries. That we never stopped trusting him or having faith, but we, we stopped trusting ourselves and we, we questioned our discernment. And, you know, she was real bad about questioning herself. Well, you know, did, did I hear right? You know, she, she wanted to put that blame and I didn't hear this. And, you know, now we've, we've, we've bought this land and now we have a house we can't sell. And so it was just, we were, we were spinning out of control. Uh, Jenna spoke about this a little bit at Glow, and, you know, we read her journal at that time, and it was just, up until the days before we sold the house, it was frantic, and mine was too. It was just like, it's got to happen, it's got to happen. Why has this not happened? What are we doing wrong? What do we need to do? The whole time, not realizing that we were where we needed to be, but God was working on the other people. And so, Jen and I went to uh, cave time in October of that year. We flew out to Tulsa with some people from the church. And that was, for both of us, it was just transformative. It changed the way we thought, the way we worshiped, especially, maybe not for her, it did for me. Um, because she was already kind of there. <laughs> but I had a hard time uh, worshiping from the crowd because I'm always up here and uh, I felt, I don't know if you maybe know who Ricky Bobby from Talladega Nights is, but I felt like, I didn't like, <laughs> what do I do with my hands? I didn't know what was going on. I'm just like, I don't know what to do. But it clicked. It clicked about a day in, and it, it, changed, it, it changed my walk. And Jenna and I f flew back home, and we had such a peace with this. And uh, we were we weren't worried about the house. It, did, it didn't matter because we understood that God, God is perfect and he, he is faithful and that he will provide for us in his time. And we got home and Jenny called and she said, hey, somebody came look at the house while you were gone. They want to come back and look at it when you get back if that's okay, if it's not too much. And we're like, I mean, whatever. At this point, we were kind of jaded about the whole situation. But yeah, just, just come on, let's send them, it's fine. So we got home, they came over, and uh, this man's walking through the house, and he comes in the kitchen, and we're talking, and uh, he starts asking questions, and he says, I was walking through your bedroom, or maybe it was a bathroom, it was in a bathroom, and he said, I saw a frame, and it had a tore-out piece of paper in it, and it had a verse from Deuteronomy on it. And he said, I want you to know that that was my confirmation to buy your house. And it was, it was just, it was heavy. It still is. And so we got to talking to him about it because they were on their way back from a, a conference that they had went to in North Carolina, they lived in Tampa, and they had just happened to look on Zillow and saw this house while they were driving through. They wanted to stop and look at it, and 
I told him, I said, look, I'm not trying to like freak you out or scare you or anything. I said, but, and I'm not saying that you have to buy our house, but we prayed for you over a year ago or almost a year ago. We prayed for you and we prayed that God would be preparing you to purchase our home and he would bring people who it would be a blessing to. And they've got, how many kids they have? Five. They needed a big house. And, and the wife's just staring at me while I'm saying this. And I got done and she said, my husband came to me a year ago and he said that he was, he was in his prayer room and he came out and he said, the Lord's told me that we're going to buy a house and it's going to be a house we never thought we'd ever have and it's going to be in a place we never thought we'd ever live. And she said, I looked at him, I said, what are you talking about? We're not looking for a house, we don't want to move, we don't have the money, we're not in a position to do that. He said, I don't know, I'm not saying it's this week, I'm just saying this is something that I feel like God has put on me and he's told me. And it's just, she said, you don't understand what we had to go through and how God had to prepare us to be here right now. And when you're seeing God's hand work in real time and you are aware of what that, that that's what that is, we were all just sitting there crying, all four of us, because it was, it was confirmation that what Jen and I had gone through and endured the faith, even though we felt like we had lost faith, we'd never lost faith in God, we'd lost faith in ourselves. And, but we continued to endure and we, we went and we, we got deeper at cave time and we, we were refreshed and renewed with that. And it, it was just, it was life-changing. And there's been so much happened since then that has just been even more. And uh, I'm not going to get into that today because I'm afraid Jim's going to ask me to speak again. And if he does, I'm going to need something to talk about, I think. <laughs> so I don't, I don't want to keep you here, but I want to I go to... Romans, and I want to read you this scripture, and then I want to read you something else from my journal, and talk about exactly what faith and endurance brings joy to me, what it means. So in Romans 5, uh, verse 3, it says, we can, in, we can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials. For we know that they help us develop endurance, and endurance develops strength of character, and character strengthens our confident hope of salvation. And this hope will not lead to disappointment, for we know how dearly God loves us, because he has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with his love. And so, like I said, the title in mine, it says, Faith Brings Joy. But for me, sometimes faith requires endurance. You have to have, and it does, it says right here, because we can, we, can be, we can rejoice in that. And I'm rejoicing now that even though these times were hard, even though I made these decisions that, that uh, were so hard at the time and still are, you know, hard to talk about, hard to, to rehash. And I, I would say we're not completely over it all, but we're better and we've got God in the center. But we can rejoice when we run into these problems and trials because it does, it makes us better, it makes us stronger. It makes us capable of being a light for others. And so I want to share this 
other journal entry with you, and I'm going to see if I can get through it. Uh, and this is re referencing to the decision that I made that, that about cost my marriage, and uh, it was one of many decisions that I had made that had, uh, that they were just stupid. But I'm going to start with this, and this is halfway through. This is, in Mar this is March 18th of 2017. It was the day before my 33rd birthday. It says, I thank you for Jenna. She is beautiful. Her hair, her lips, her smile, her heart, oh God, her heart is yours, and I rejoice in that. She is your daughter and was made in your image. I'm so thankful to call her my wife and that she challenges me to be a better man for her and for you. She never knew how broken I was, but she has loved me through it all. Any other woman would have ran away years ago, but she didn't. She stayed and fought when she didn't feel like fighting. She makes me happy. Dear God, forgive me. Forgive me for hurting your daughter. I've dealt blows that are slow to heal and that leave heavy scars. Let them be healed by your hands. Let her find peace and restoration in you and then return to me. Let us use our struggles and pain as a testimony to your grace and love, showing people that God can restore a broken marriage, that no matter the hurt, God can overcome. Let us be your light, the light that can be the, the next step on a person's journey to you. Let all we do be done to your glory. Give me the strength. Oh, I lost my place. Give me the strength to be husband and father you called me to be. Give me the wisdom to lead my wife and children. Let me speak life into them. Let me be bold for you to them. Give me the courage to pray for my wife, to pray with my wife, with authority and conviction, Lord. Bind us together, for a three-braided cord is not easily broken. You have began a good work in me, and you will not be stopped. Let me rest in your will. Let me find let me find in peace and comfort knowing you are in control. And I read that to you because our marriage has been restored. We both made a decision on that night in 2016 that we weren't going to quit. We weren't going to give up. And we had people around us who wouldn't let us quit. It wouldn't let us give up. And I'm happy to say that this prayer that I pray, it's being answered every day. My wife is now the, the women's ministry leader, much to her enjoyment. <laughs> she, didn't, she didn't pick it, she was chosen. And that's, it's just, it's amazing. I was here, I get to come to GLOW now because she makes me. Uh, I have to come. I have to come run the sound booth, and I get to see her get up here and lead a couple of hundred women. And she, I see her plan all month long and run around like crazy, trying to get this together. And I'm so proud of her. And I'm sitting up here, <laughs> much to my surprise. And. It's just a testament to how good God is and how big he is and how faithful he is. We can, even when we're unfaithful, he's faithful. 
because he can't deny himself. He can't be unfaithful to himself. And I just encourage you that I know there's people in this church that are hurting. I'm one of them because I'm, I'm breathing. So there's always something in my life that I'm trying to work on to be better. And I encourage you to, to hold on and have faith, but more than that, have endurance and understand that even if things aren't being answered in the time that you, you want them to be or expect them to be, that God is working on your situation and he hears you. He, he honestly and earnestly hears you. And I'm just, I'm thankful for my wife. I'm thankful that she, that she stayed and I'm thankful that she is a child of God and that she, she understands the commitment that we made together and that she loves me, warts and all. And uh, I really don't have a lot else to go on. I don't even, it's, well, we're doing, we're fine. But thank you for, Jim, for allowing me to get up here and to speak and to glorify God and give my testimony. Um, he's just such a good God and I'm thankful for everything he's done in my life I'm thankful for the people he's placed in my life and I'm thankful for each of you that allow me to be up here and that listen to me ramble on about things but I really don't have anything else so if y'all want to come up here I'm going to pray and uh And we're going to close out. But I encourage you that if you don't know Jesus as your Savior and you're struggling right now, that, that he has a better way. He has a will for your life. And if you want to get to know him, if you want to be saved, then you come down here and one of us, Paxton or me or David or any, anybody will come up here and pray with you. But thank you for listening. I'm going to close this in prayer. Dear God, I just thank you. I thank you for the opportunity to share part of my testimony, God. I thank you for these people who are here to listen. and I, I love you, Jesus. I just love you. I'm so thankful. Thank you for this band. Thank you for these people that I get to, to worship with week in and week out thank you for Jim, thank you for his time off, and thank you for his honesty and his transparency God it is an honor to to be around a man who is not afraid to admit when he's when he's lacking and Lord I thank you for his strength Lord we thank you for today I ask that you would just bless each person here and that if anyone needs to come closer to you today God I pray that they'll make those decisions today Lord we thank you for what you're doing it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.